We are here with Joseph Rackage, online personal trainer. Joseph, thanks so much for being here. Thank you for having me. So you have built up one of the most impressive followings I've ever seen for an online personal trainer. Tell us about that. Thank you very much. Um, I guess it all comes down to just you know providing good value and being consistent at doing that. So the way that I've really built my audience and built my followers is being consistent with posting on all platforms. So Instagram, YouTube, Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook, I'm using all the platforms and I'm posting um, with consistency. But when I post, I try and deliver some type of value in some way, whether it be a free workout video or whether it be a nutrition tip or something like that. And I find the more value I put out there, um, the more word of mouth you know, goes around and the more my, my name spreads and the more shares I get. Um, and that's how I've found is the best way myself personally to really grow my brand and to grow my audience. And tell us, I mean, how long have you been in the game now? Uh, I'm not exactly sure, um, but I would say at least six years maybe. Wow, that's that's amazing. I've been in the supplement industry, fitness game for almost 20 years, and to be in the game for only such a short period of time, you've done amazing. Like honestly, it's very incredible. What do you? What are the tips? Like if you were to give somebody a tip who's out there right now that wants to get going and is looking up to you, like w can you give them a tip, something that stands out for you? Yeah, so a lot of people always um, – they come to me and they say, how, how do you start? How do you get going? And it all comes down to this. The only way to start is to start. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so just start where you are, um, put whatever content you can up there, and just start you know, building your audience. Once you've started building your audience, that's when you can go into other things. What would you say makes you unique? Uh, I think I'm unique because I really like to look at the facts where some of these other online trainers who do what they do, they don't really, you know, look into the, the facts as such. And they kind of just say, eat this and eat that or train like this and do this where the re the way I'm different is I have knowledge behind what I do. So I tell my clients exactly how much protein they should consume, how much fats, and how much carbohydrates, all based on my personal recommendations. So for example, my protein intake that I, I give to my clients is at least one gram of protein per pound of their lean body weight, which I believe is optimal for you know maximizing muscle gains. So if their lean body weight was 170 pounds, I would say they should have 170 grams of protein per day um, for maximum muscle gains. And then their fat requirements is 0 0.4 grams of fat per pound of the lean body weight. And I believe that to be optimal for brain function, hormone regulation, testosterone production, and all of those other things. So I take all of that into consideration um, in regards to my clients. And I believe that's why um, my clients get the best and fastest results. And I also believe that's why I'm a little bit different to everyone else because I go into the detail where some of these other trainers don't. And I mean, do you have a specific diet that you're following? There's a lot of people right now that are talking about this keto diet. What are your thoughts on that? Yep. I love the keto diet. So in my opinion, the best diet is the diet that you can best adhere to. And that could be different for everyone. However, the keto diet, in my opinion, um, is amazing. Now, people ask me, is keto better than um, a low-carb diet for fat loss? Yes and no. Now, if you're comparing a keto diet versus a normal diet, 
where calories are equal, fat loss will be equal um, because it does come down to calories in versus calories out. However, the reason I do think that keto diet is superior for fat loss um, is because it suppresses hunger, it um, takes away your appetite, it takes away all of your sugar cravings, and it is so much easier to adhere to the keto diet than the other diet. Like, I've got clients on both diets, and it does come down to personal preference, but when I put my clients on a, a low-carb diet or a diet that has carbs, I find my clients cheat a lot more. They maybe have a cookie, or they have that chips, or they'll maybe grab that burger because it's just one meal. But when they're on the keto diet, it's completely different. Because you're on the keto diet, there's zero carbs and your fat intake is high. And instead of running off sugar, carbs, and glucose, you're now running off fat and ketones. And because you're trying to be in a ketosis state, there's basically a line in the sand which the clients don't cross over. They don't go and have that cookie and they don't have that burger because it'll kick them out of their ketosis state. So for the most part, I find that most of my clients adhere to the keto diet so much better, which is what gets them the results in the end because they adhere to the calorie deficit for longer. Not to mention the keto diet has so many benefits. Um, good for your mood, good for your brain function, um, good for your productivity, your cognition, good for your skin, takes away hunger, suppresses your appetite, uh, good for your mood. You feel really focused and really clear when on the keto diet. When on a diet um, low carbs and in a calorie deficit, you feel like you're really drained sometimes and low in energy. When you're on a keto diet, low calories, you don't really feel low energy. You kind of feel always good and always um, performing on a high level. Um, also, another reason why I think the keto diet is superior for fat loss, even though if both diets were equal calories, fat loss would be the same. But the reason I think keto is superior is because when you're on the keto diet, your insulin levels are low. With low levels of insulin, um, your kidneys don't hold on to salt and sodium. Therefore, they flush it all out and you lose all that water weight. So in the first week of someone jumping on a keto diet, they lose a lot of weight because a lot of that weight is water weight. And because they lose a lot of that water weight, they see a great difference in the scale and they also see a great difference in their physique. They look a lot leaner. And after that first week, seeing those results just motivates them so much more to go even harder with their training, even more consistent with their cardio, and even more consistent with their diet. When, if you're on a normal diet that contains carbs, they don't get those instant results right away. Therefore, they have to stick to it longer in order to see those results come through. So I think that motivation at the start of a keto diet is really a kickstart to really get their motivation you know, just on a high level and to really get them performing at a high level. And that's why I believe the keto diet is superior. Myself, I'm not on the keto diet right now, um, but when calories do get lower and I'm trying to lean up even more, I will go over to the keto diet. I've done it before for about six months and I absolutely loved it. What do you do to perform at a high level? Like, do you have a ritual or anything that you can give the viewers any input at all? Um, so my the way I perform at a high level is kind of consistency, <laughs> and it's, it's kind of a weird one, but I'll explain. So, a lot of for me to perform, I have to be consistent at doing something. So, for example, I can't just go into the gym after a year off training and squat 140 kgs. It just wouldn't work. <laughs> but if I'm consistent with those leg workouts, doing them every week, then that allows me to perform at a higher level. 
So consistency is truly the key in allowing me to perform at a better level. So I'm consistent with my meal plan every day. I'm consistent with my workout program every day. I track how much protein, carbs, and fats I consume and how much calories. I adjust my calories depending on whether I'm trying to bulk up and gain weight or I reduce my calories whether I'm trying to lose weight. But it's a consistency factor that really allows me to perform um, at a high level. The reason why most people can't perform at a high level is because they're not consistent with what they're doing. So for example, they'll do something for one week or two weeks and then they'll stop. And then they'll do something else. And it's just they're all over the place. So consistency for me is really um, the key factor in performing always at a high level. And I mean, are you a guy that likes to use a lot of supplements and can you give us uh, you know, some input on your current supplement routine right now? Yep. So I, I do use um, quite a bit of supplements, but I, I always change them around. And I always preach this to my clients. You don't need supplements at all. All you need is a good diet and a good training program. However, if you want better results and you want faster results, supplements will help get you there faster. <laughs> so do you need them? No, you don't. Will you get better results using them? Yes, you will. So I always look at it that way. Now, the supplements that I use, my staple supplements that I use year-round would be a multivitamin, um, fish oil, and vitamin D. Those are pretty much my staple supplements that I use year-round. Oh, and creatine, sorry. So those are my four staple supplements. Everything else, I I use it, then I don't use it. Um, But those other supplements would be uh, protein powder, pre-workouts, fat burners, and occasionally uh, BCAAs when I am in a dieting phase. And like the thing is, I believe in always changing your supplements up, changing them around because, especially for like pre-workouts and fat burners, because your body's always going to adapt and get used to it. For example, if you use a pre-workout every single training session, your body's going to get used to those stimulants and get used to those ingredients, and it's going to stop having the effect that it once had when you first took it. So I'll use a pre-workout for maybe two weeks in a row, and then I'll stop it for maybe two weeks. And then when I start using that pre-workout again, it'll hit me like a train. Um, So yeah, that's pretty much my supplement stack that I use. Nice. And I mean, do you have a specific training split um, that people can follow? Like, can you give some tips, some free tips for people right now that are, you know, looking up to you and they're saying, you know what, what's his training split? Give us some insight on that. Yep, sure. Uh, So I do believe in variety and I do believe in changing things up all the time. So sometimes I'll train with high volume and low frequency. Other times I'll train with less volume but more frequency. Right now, and what I believe to be best in my opinion, is training each main muscle group once per week uh, at high volume, just really smashing it, with abs and calves two or three times per week. I think they're better worked two or three times per week because they're a smaller muscle group and they recover faster. But now, that's not to say I do that all the time. Even though I believe that's best most of the time, I also believe variety is superior than just doing one thing. So sometimes I'll train every muscle group twice per week. Sometimes I'll train every muscle group three times per week. And whenever I do that, I'll do it for maybe three or four weeks at a time, and then I'll change it up. Um, Always mixing things up. And same with the rep range. I always mix up. Sometimes I'll go in a low rep range, 4 to 10. Other times I'll be 15 to 30. Um, The key is honestly variety. But if I could give some advice or some tips – I would say train each main muscle group once per week. Literally go in the gym and smash it as hard as you can with as much volume as you can and do abs and calves two or three times per week. 
do that, get adequate rest, consume enough protein and enough calories to meet your needs, and most importantly, be consistent with doing that, and you'll get the results that you want. You know, there's there's a lot of talk right now about faceted cardio, people doing empty stomach cardio in the morning. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Yep, good question. And this is a question that I actually get asked quite a bit as well, and I'll do my <laughs> I'll do my explanation. So, is fasted cardio superior for fat loss? The answer to that question. Oh, so sorry. Is fasted cardio superior? for fat loss compared to cardio in a fed state? The answer to that question is no. Now, do you burn more fat during fasted cardio compared to doing cardio in a fed state? The answer to that is yes. So when you do your cardio in a fasted state, you don't have any calories to burn, so you have to burn your stored body fat. When you do your cardio in a fed state, you've got calories in you, so you burn those calories. But now, if we're going to compare fasted cardio versus fed state cardio, you have to compare them equally. So let's just say we're comparing them equally on a 2,500-calorie diet. If you perform your fasted cardio in the morning, you're burning your calories from fat. You're burning fat. If you perform the cardio in a fed state, you're burning those calories from calories, from the food that you ate. But if you're still consuming 2,500 calories, because in the, the moment that you did your cardio in a fed state, you have to have your calories after that cardio. Now, if, sorry, if, sorry, if you did your cardio in a fasted state, you then have your calories after that cardio. If you did your cardio in a fed state, you burn through the calories, but then because you burn through the calories, you will be in a deficit at other parts of the day. So say you burn 500 calories from the cardio in a faster state, you wouldn't burn any from the calories that you consumed. Now you did 500 calories during your fed state cardio, you'd burn 500 calories from your food, which would then create another 500 calorie deficit over the 24 hour period. So if you look at it over the 24-hour period, fat loss will be identical if you do it fasted or fed, if calories in both scenarios are equal. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts about a lot of people, they don't want to take in carbs post-cardio. You know, They want to take in protein and fats to accelerate the fat burning process. There's a lot of talk about this. I'm sure you've heard about it. What are your thoughts on that? Yep. So I, I think it is irrelevant. What I think is relevant, so first off, we have to understand the only way to really create fat loss is to create a calorie deficit, which means consuming less calories than what you burn on a daily basis. That is the key. Then you have to meet your protein, your carbohydrates, and your fats over the entire day. However, and whenever you prefer to do that, it comes under personal preference. Now, if you had your carbohydrates before your cardio, after your cardio or first thing in the morning, it wouldn't make a difference on your body composition, providing over that 24-hour period, your protein, carb, and fat intake and total calorie intake was equal. So it really comes down to your total numbers at the end of the day. Having carbs after your cardio session is perfectly fine as long as they are within your calorie requirements 
for your goals. Nice, nice. Where can people find out about you that aren't familiar with you? Can you just, you know, give us plug it. Just plug whatever you want right now. Um, so if you guys don't know who I am, uh, my name is Joseph Rakich, and you can basically find me anywhere. <laughs> I'm on Instagram, Joseph Rakich. Um, I'm pretty big on Snapchat, so Joseph underscore Rakic. Um, I'm, I'm on YouTube everywhere. There's a video every other day, Joseph Rakic. Uh, and Facebook, Joseph Rakic Fitness. And to spell my name, it is J-O-S-E-F-R-A-K-I-C-H. Perfect. Did you have any questions for myself or for Nutribox, Joseph? Um, no, I, I didn't. I, was, <laughs> I just came on here to answer any questions. But it's great to see what you guys are doing. Um, is tell there, me about some of your products. Well, we've got a lot of products. I don't know where to start. But, um, I mean – I think that our newest product, the Keto Carb, that's pretty hot right now. I mean, it's a, the first ever, world's first ever ketogenic carbohydrate, right? And I think for a lot of people out there, you know, it's pretty interesting. We've pretty much sold out of our first supply in literally 24 hours. I mean, it's low, glyce, low glycemic uh, carb energy, zero synthetic colors, no sugar, tastes amazing. It's vegan. And I think that, you know, for us, that's been our big push right now, the Keto Carb. And people are really gravitating towards that we've got some great studies online people that want more info they can go to nutribolics.com and check that out but that's our big 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 product right now is the keto carb and that's been doing really well um but yeah i mean is there anything that else that you wanted to talk about before we wrap up today that's going on with you or in the future um interesting about the product i'll have to check it out myself um sounds pretty interesting so yeah um, but about me, um, I guess I'm just continuing doing what I do, <laughs> and that is, you know, trying to grow my audience online, their social media, and trying to provide as much valuable content as I can, whether that YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, whatever. Um, and yeah, that's my goal, just to expand and get in front of as much eyeballs as I can. All right, listen, Joseph, man, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me. Okay, take care. Thanks.